Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I have a special guest who comes on the show and helps me get better at something. But I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me, so I have a prank to pull to bring them down to size. Uh, but McKenna doesn't need to worry about that. What? Who's that? It's McKenna Moore. That's right. She's a comedian who performs all over New York City. McKenna, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. I am very excited to get better today at gossip. Yes. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at it, uh, but I'm not going to say any more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it uh, keep it close to the chest uh, because we have to talk about the get to know you questions and fan submitted questions first. Okay. Um, uh, so we always like to start off with this get to know you question, which is how do you and I know each other? We know each other from the Brooklyn comedy scene. I don't remember the first place I met you, but I do remember saying, oh my goodness, that's a curly girl that I need to get to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly what I had written down that you were going mm-hmm. to say. So thanks for sticking to the script. Yep. Um, wonderful. Uh, the next get to know you question is this one. The year is 2050. And the terrors of climate change have killed off every single animal that lives in the Arctic and the Antarctica. Other than that, things seem to be fine somehow. And now a new icy drink is being created called Slush Chug. Because you are the head of marketing, they say you have to choose the new cartoon animal mascot for Slush Chug. What do you choose? A baby seal with a knife in its hand because it's fighting back against climate change. Wow. Do you think people will recognize a seal if they've all been killed? How long ago did they go extinct? Oh, that's a good question. A lot of, a lot of these questions are sourced or, or maybe written by my producer, Gene. Mm. Um, they're, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. But um, <laughs> So I, I can't really give you too much more information, unfortunately. Okay, then I think my answer stands. Baby seal with knife. Baby seal with knife. Okay, I'll I'll mark it down. Um, wonderful. The next get to know you question is this one: You and I are hosting a yard sale. The sale is going okay. When what's this? It's the rapture, and most people have disappeared to heaven or hell. There are a bunch of people left on Earth, though, awaiting judgment, and they have come to our yard sale to get some hints about where we went. Where are people convinced we went, and what item or items convinced them? Wow. Okay, so we did get raptured. We definitely got raptured, yeah. I mean, we would. I think we're, you know, if God's real, we're up there. We're lovely. It's it's not explicit that we were raptured to heaven, though. Perhaps we were raptured to hell. Where, whichever one we go to, I think, is the better one. Okay. So I think they assume that we went to the fun one because what got left behind are all of those big boxes of confetti that we left because they know that we're yeah. party girls. Mm-hmm. But but it's curious that we would also be selling the boxes of confetti, I guess, at the yard sale. Well, we just have so much. Yeah, and we don't from all be the parties. Wasteful, I guess. Right. Well, and confetti is like never degrading. It's a really, you know, the glitter and stuff is really bad for the environment. So we're sort of recycling it. And even oh. as we got raptured, and that recycling sort of also means that we're in the better place. Yeah. And that depends on your views on religion, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, chances are, in this case, I probably, like, mid-rapturing mid pocketed some of that confetti. 
just to bring it Oh, up. I mean, all of our pockets are full. Yeah. yeah. But aren't they already? I thought that That's you a good walked point. around with... Yeah. That's a good point. That is a good bit. Walk <laughs> around with confetti in your pocket always. We both could walk around with it in our hair and just shake it out That's whenever true. we wanted. We should start doing that around Brooklyn. Well, wonderful. Those have been the get-to-know-you questions. We now move on to the fan-submitted questions. We have fans all over the world, and they send in their questions, hoping uh, hoping beyond hope that our special guest expert can help them get better at things as well. Um, our first fan-submitted question is this one. Have you ever heard someone tell a fishing story that you knew they were exaggerating? Last week, my husband came home from fishing and told me about a fish that he caught that was two foot, three inches. I wanted to be supportive, but I had recently hired a P.I. to follow him around to see if he was cheating on me. And the P.I. showed me a picture of the fish, and it is clearly much larger. Why is my husband lying to me about how big his fish is? And that's from Neha Paul in Cronenvetter, Wisconsin. Well... Uh, hey girl, I'm a Midwesterner as well, so I run into these problems all the time. I would say, I think the best thing to do is confront your man. Why would he be lying to you? You know, is are there problems that you already have going into this? Does he lie? What else does he lie about? Have mm-hmm. you ever caught him in a lie? Maybe he just wants to be modest. Maybe he, maybe you're going through a rough time at work, and he doesn't want you to think that he's out here catching four foot bass when you're having a tough time maybe it's you know a, an action from love a lot of possibilities there i mean i to the question of you know do you think he's lying about anything else i think she definitely does she thinks he's cheating oh right that does she think that he's cheating with human or fish that's unclear again these are sourced by, by jane my uh my producer and and they don't give me anything else well, I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to go with this. I think um, the cheating. I mean, maybe that's maybe there there could there could be a benevolent explanation for the fish and the cheating. I think, um, and it's all about open communication, Neha. So, I, I really, I encourage you to talk to your man and maybe go fishing with him and catch wow. a bigger fish, and that could fix a lot of things. Wow, um, fish shame him. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes that's the only way. It's not the first time that that's been suggested as a solution to a fan-submitted question on this show. Um, Nor do I think it'll be the last, frankly. Well, Neha, I hope that helped. Um, Our next fan-submitted question is this one. Before you ask, no, I am not a deer that has learned to type emails, use the internet, and listen to this podcast. I am a guy, normal person, human. And every morning, I take a prance through the woods to the edge of the forest where the highway is. I don't continue because I am concerned a fellow person human is one in one of those metal-wheeled boxes will strike me as has occurred to many of my kin. Lately, though, I have been seeing piles of ciabatta bread laid out in the exit ramp of the highway just lying in the ground. Should I eat it or continue to avoid the highway? And that's from Derek in Mohawk, Kentucky. Awesome. Well... Really glad you called in. That's a great question. Um, I would say I don't think I've ever met a ciabatta bread that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of weighing heavy on me as I answer this. Um, The highway is dangerous. Yeah. And I'm so sorry to hear that so many of your family members who are also, I'm assuming, guy normal people, humans, 
uh, have been killed on the highway. It's scary out there. Mm-hmm. But ciabatta is one of like the top three breads. So you can see where you know I'm having a little bit of a tough time deciding what Derek should do. It's yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly difficult. I mean, if if it was one of the other two breads in the top three, would you be like, yeah, dive in? I've got some weird bread opinions, you know, like I like rye a lot. Yeah. And others might not say that, but like for a good rye, I would definitely dive in. But ciabatta, I'm leaning towards dive, right? Maybe mm. 70, 30. But there's a bloodline to think about. There's a legacy. Do you have kids? That's got a way, that's got to factor in. Yeah. Um, what would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I can get ciabatta at a store, so. Oh, do we think Derek can't? I think Derek, Derek is maybe protesting too much. And also, their name isn't Derek. It's Derek. I think I think Derek is a deer. Um, wow. I hadn't considered that possibility. Are you sure, though? He said he's a guy, normal person, human. Yeah, but also, this is the first fan-submitted question. I mean, I'm barely paying attention to when Gene sends, shows me these. Um, but I think this is the first one where someone has started off by saying, I am not a deer that has learned to type emails. Mm. Um, so I don't know. If you're a deer, I'd say stick away from the highway. But if you're not, which I, I don't think you are, mm-hmm. maybe go for the ciabatta, but with care. Maybe get one ciabatta and then go back to the woods. Yeah. Just grab it real quick and run back. Yeah. What are you going to do with all the ciabatta? You're not going to like just sit there and eat it. Yeah, leave some for the rest. Yeah. Okay. Well, Derek, I hope this helped. Um, I can't see how it wouldn't. Um, Wonderful. Those have been the get to know you and fan submitted questions. Uh, We're now going to move on to uh, the topic at hand, which is getting better at gossip. Um, uh, As I mentioned at the top, I am excited to get better at this. I do think I'm sort of good at it. Maybe I just enjoy it, and that's sort of hard to differentiate those two things sometimes. Um, mm. uh, but I do have a question that I do tend to like to start off with, which is this one. Why should I get better at this? It's one of the oldest human hobbies, you know? I think it's a great way to connect to your roots. Any of the... any of the, I mean, sorry to get fundamentalist here, but women have been gossiping for centuries women and any of the cool men. So if you want to be known as a cool man or a woman, I think it's best to buff up on the skill. But for what it's worth, I think you're good at it too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think that's a compelling argument. Um, uh, I, I don't know if there's a, a topic that I've gotten better at in the past that I would say maybe predates um, gossip. Uh I'll have to go back and do some research. So um, it's it's exciting to sort of get better at maybe one of the uh, the primal tasks or the primal you know things here on this episode. Um, how do I get better at gossip? You know, I, if I am good already, by my assertion and yours, you know, how can I improve? I think. I mean, first of all, it's putting in the hours, right? There's that. I don't know who says it, but you need 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. Mm-hmm. So I think racking up those hours is always going to help. Um, and, you know, we do a good job of that. Comedy is very 
gossip heavy. We spend a lot of evenings. The other night we had a beautiful conversation gossiping about sauces and which ones are best. And I don't think gossip has to be about people. I think gossip gets a bad rap and you can gossip about just about anything. And it's about getting creative and making sure that you're able to gossip about, I mean, a wide breadth of topics. Uh, this That's compelling. Um, uh, so, like, do you think that the subject of the gossip it is not necessarily what would make me better at it? Yeah, I think making sure that you're able to gossip about any topic, gardening, laundry, um, who's boinking who, those mm-hmm. should all have equal weight in your life, I think, on, on the gossip scale. Okay, because well, okay, so that might actually be somewhere that I can imp- improve because to me, who's boinking who is actually top. I, I do definitely have a hierarchy of gossip, and the boinking is is top of the gossip, top of the. I goss. mean, it's a good one. I would say it's one of the you know the leading topics. It's one of the most interesting. But if you can make unsexy things gossip worthy, then you're a true master. I, so it that does lead into one of my next questions, but I'm I'm not going to be able to get to it yet because, of course, the gotcha alarm has just gone off. Um, yeah, that, sorry, don't be alarmed. Well, I mean, be al- it's it is an alarm, so uh, but don't like be alarmed. Um, anyway, uh, you know, McKenna, if you're so good at gossip, you should have no trouble helping our special prank guest as well. Um, please welcome Fladen Slaughter Willoughby, the gossipiest bitch at your school. Um, uh, Fladen. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. And uh, M- Mabrina, was it? <laughs> Close. McKenna. Oh, cute. Is it a family name? No, my parents um, sort of made it up. How do you feel about that? Oh, I kind of love it. But if I talk to someone else, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> um, wow. Uh you're really uh, just laying it out on the table there um, that you're going to I don't know that gossip is what you're doing there I think you're just being mean oh well I think that gossip is just being completely honest when you're face to face with a person hmm McKenna thoughts that's not my definition but I think gossip requires your you, you to be flexible because it includes other people. So, Fladen, mm. you can live your dream. I would love it if you didn't talk shit about my name, but that's just me. I, well, I will, I will we say, we can Flayden. get into the the metaphysics of gossip if that's what you prefer. Um, I can bring up the the foundations of gossip, which of course everyone knows are laundry, gardening, and at the top of the pyramid of gossip is well, who's boinking who? Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting, McKenna, because, I mean, I think we were just saying before that there isn't a hierarchy, but Fladen is saying there definitely is. So I've heard different things. I mean, we come from two different schools of gossip, but one isn't better than the other. I am interested in who's boinking who just as much as the next person. So, Fladen, I think we have a lot of common ground here. I agree. And I think that maybe even the pyramid of gossip, you could think of it as a wheel. So maybe one day who's boinking who is at the top and maybe the next day you give it a little spin and laundry's at the top. That's a that's a great point. 
it what is it? I I feel like I'm getting confused. I feel like maybe we've lost the topic of gossip and maybe we're just talking about like Um maybe you just don't have the vernacular to understand gossip, Cameron. Maybe I mean, you have I to put your 10,000 hours in. Maybe you thought that you were a gossip, but really you were just a tattletale. Oh, wow. Okay, so that is curious and isn't something that I had written down as a question, but um, I think I'm, I do want to ask it now. Yeah, what? where is the line between gossip and, uh, and a rat, uh, a tattletale? I think it's all in the approach, mm-hmm. right? You have to, the intentions behind your gossip have to be pure and have to be for the fun of all. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, is that it was... your answer as well? It was very um, bratty and tattletale of me to bring in that sort of energy initially with this podcast. So, yeah, I would agree that um, gossip, it's a communion and tattletelling is more like a, a little knife in your back. I, Clayton, I do want to uh, draw on a couple of things here. Um, when you approached Gene about being a prank guest... Um, you asked to be introduced as the, as, and, and again, I'm quoting, um, as I was before, the gossipiest bitch at school. Um, uh, that to me sounds, I mean, gossipiest obviously sounds like the gossip end of that sort of spectrum, but the calling yourself a bitch part sort of feels like the knife in the back, tattletale sort of thing. Oh, so now you're going to recontextualize how I like to identify <laughs> i don't know about recontextual i think maybe maybe just contextual i gave the context of like how you told us that um to the listeners and well, i asked you to explain it you know cameron to be completely honest for the longest time i did self-identify as the bitchiest kid in school <laughs> um and then it was really recently honestly maybe 12 minutes ago when I first came onto this podcast and McKenna was probably the first person who ever called me out for being a brat. And suddenly I realized, huh, well, maybe I'm not the gossipiest bitch in school after all. Wow. Maybe, maybe I just, I just want someone to tell me that, (laughs) that I'm good at macrame, you know? That's, uh... I'm so proud of you. Slayton, I'm so proud of you for coming to this conclusion. And also, it feels like we've really gotten to the center of things. And it's that you love macrame. And you want to maybe gossip about that. Could you tell me more about your macrame? I do love macrame. And oh my god, McKenna, did we just discover that gossip is therapy? Ugh. This could be huge for this the community. Is... Wow. You need to write this down, Cameron. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Pick up that pin. I've got and a pin. Write it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Gossip is therapy. Okay. I'm sort of running out of room on this paper, so I had to scratch out the part where I, uh, where McKenna told me to introduce her as a comedian who performs all around New York City. Um, but but I, I wrote it down. Gossip is therapy. Now, what do I do with that? Commit it... Commit it to memory. But I already had, it. I already committed it to memory. I didn't need to write. Ugh. Okay. Um, well, uh, Flayed and McKenna, uh, I'm excited that we 
are making these revelations. Um, I do have a couple of other questions, though. I, I think I think there is such a thing as good gossip and bad gossip. Um, I think there's also a, such a thing as like juicy gossip. What do you think makes gossip juicy? I think the juiciness level has so much to do with like if you know the people mm-hmm. and I. Quite honestly, I've been talking a lot of shit about how there isn't a hierarchy, but if it is about boinking, that's juicy. I want to know who's boinking, especially if it's people that I do- never thought should be boinking, have never seen in the same room together, or maybe who I thought hated each other. That's mm. the juiciest of all. Mm. I think that juiciness exists on an axis. Um, on one axis, there is the intensity of the scandal. And on the other axis, there is the intensity of the audacity of the party members involved. Hmm. Okay. So uh, the scandal being maybe the extent to which it was not expected and the audacity being the um, maybe whatever The nerve, whatever the, gall, is... the gumption, yes. Got yeah. it, of course. Um, I think that's compelling. Uh well, do you all have any gossip that you can um, share here and we can maybe see where it lies on this axis of juiciness? Well, maybe let- this is uh, uh, my um, submission for consideration for juicy gossip. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, I got married what? to my sister's ex-husband. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. You got married to your sister's ex-husband. Yeah. How does she feel about that? She doesn't know. She doesn't was... know? Okay. No. Was... Is that because she wasn't in attendance or was the ex-husband sort of veiled in a beautiful gown and she just doesn't know who you got married to? Um, yes, in the sense that he was in a gown, um, but we did elope. Um, he is currently in my hotel room with me. We did empty my sister and his joint savings account. Um, no one in my family knows where we are, but we're in love and that's all that matters. Okay. So this sounds a little bit less like, uh, like gossip and more like the plot of, um, some heist movie. I mean, if you want to say that my life is like a movie, I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) You do have the makings of a star, Flayden. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, which is to say you also apparently have a lot of money right now. So, um, yeah. uh, well, you know, Flayden, I didn't... So this is the first time that anyone's hearing about this other than whoever, uh, you know, I guess your husband now and mm-hmm. whoever officiated and the, the And the hotel concierge and the go-go boys at the bar last night <laughs> and yeah. our Uber driver. The hotel concierge is an officiant? Yeah, we're in Vegas, baby. Oh, okay. Um, In that sense, I I don't know how scandalous this is. I feel like it sounds like a lot of people know about this um, that isn't so under lock and key. I mean, I don't know. Where where do you think it falls, McKenna? I mean, it had that initial shock factor, but you're right. Now that I know everyone knows about it, I mean, no offense, Flayden, kind of a snooze fest. Uh, well, no one in my life knows about it. Only randos in Las Vegas. To them, we uh, could be anyone. I mean, I, I'll agree. It's it, a lot of audacity here. I'm definitely, definitely. going to. Mm, um, 
I just don't know. I don't know about the scandal. Uh, I, may, maybe the scandal is the fact that... And, um, and I mean, we, maybe... we did scandal my sister out of $800 million, so... Whoa. Wow. She's I mean, that... the, the CEO of Goldman Sachs. You know, good for... CEO, I believe. So true, girl that. boss. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag girl boss. Um, well, uh, that's curious. I'm going to say some gossip here real quick. Um, Please. And it's about somebody that we all know. Um, and they might even be here now. So I'm not going to say any names. But um, someone that I know um, who recently... Uh, eloped with uh, their sister's ex-husband was introduced to me as the gossipiest bitch at school is also getting married in Vegas Um, sounds like engaging in underage drinking Uh, uh, is like currently still in school and uh, is doing all of this stuff Um, I don't know I don't know if you think that's juicy or not. Um, Have you ever heard of a career student, Cameron? School doesn't have to imply age. I'm 37 years old. I'm getting my third PhD. Why wouldn't you have? Why wouldn't you have introduced yourself in that way, Flayden? Why wouldn't you have said that I'm Doctor Flayden Slaughter Willoughby, the gossipiest doctor in doctor school? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that bitch who insists that you use my doctorate, my full you, title. You specifically asked to be called a bitch, though. I know. Not oh. a doctor. I want people to be able to approach me. Mm. Okay, that's interesting, though. Do you find um, do you find that when people know that you are a gossip, that is that good for uh, sort of like your gossip life that you? get more gossip by being a known gossip or do you think uh you get more goods you get more juice um when people don't know that you're a gossip oh absolutely when people know that i'm a gossip it's sort of like a a beacon like a a moth to the flames they can they can snub me all they want they can say that i'm a terrible person but at the end of the day everyone just sort of needs that release of someone who listens to you and says how could they do you do you concur, McKenna? I do. I think I think when you put it out there, you kind of have to manifest your dream life, right? If you're going to put out, hey, I'm a gossip, people know that you're a listener, that you're a gatekeeper of information. How else would Flayden become the gossipiest bitch in doctor school <laughs> if not by saying it? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, uh, well... Uh, you know, we're we're sort of coming up on time. I I have another question that I uh, I'd like to end things with. Um, how will I know I'm better at this? I think it's all about the feeling in your heart. Mm. I think it's about... You could also... I mean, listen. I'm more of a woo-woo, astrology, feel-it-out kind of girl, a vibes-based girly, if you Mm -hmm. will. But, you know, we've been talking about axes and all of this, so if you wanted to chart it, I think you could input all the gossip you get weekly into an Excel sheet and start ranking it on these axes. And if 
were climbing in, you know, juiciness, that's a that's yeah, a I'm sort of better. empirical way to find that you're getting better. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that sounds compelling. I mean, I don't like the idea of having a paper trail of my right. gossip in the spreadsheet, but I don't know. I maybe use a VPN or something. Um, Flayden? I think that you'll know that you've got better at gossip when you're sitting in a cocktail bar with your friends and you have a sexy little dirty martini and you can pick up your olive skewer and delicately tap it on the rim, take a seductive little sip, look at your friends and say, I shouldn't really be telling anyone this, but... And it just feels so right. That's a way better answer than mine. It was curious, McKenna, you said that you were really the vibes-based girly and gave a very uh, empirical answer, whereas Flayden, uh, with three doctorates, mm-hmm. uh, it gave what I would say an answer that was almost entirely vibes. Um, we're kind of rubbing off on each other in that way. I agree. Um, well, I, I, I don't want to uh, keep Flayden too long. I know you're recording from your hotel room right so it sounds like you've got a lot of boinking uh, <laughs> who's boinking <laughs> who oh now we know i uh, maybe maybe as, as just a quick uh, as a quick farewell question um to add to sort of your self-admission of gossip that you were giving a moment ago um have you consummated i'll never tell oh wow okay well um Good luck, Flayden. Um, congratulations, I guess. Um, Thanks. Uh, I hope well, your sister doesn't hurt or legally maim you. Same. <laughs> um, uh, well, wonderful. Uh, McKenna, it's been really great getting better at gossip today. I do sort of feel like I'm better. Um uh, you know, we're we're always trying to improve on the show. We're also trying to improve the show. What do you think could have gone better about this episode? Wow. I mean, that's hard to say. I think it went really well. Um, maybe the only thing I can think of is, you know, maybe create a space where your, your other guests, like Flayden came in sort of, fronting a little bit you know what i mean yeah so maybe try to create a space where people can come in as them their true selves um i felt like i could you know so oh that's good no problem there but you know Flayden came in really hot but by the end of it was was really in a beautiful space i think i feel like we have the get to know you and fans a bit of question like what really the get to know you questions at the top are sort of to do that sort of to put our guests at ease but i guess our prank guests really don't get the opportunity to do uh, the get to know you questions. Um, so we sort of just have to go off of whatever their admission was, which in this case was the gossip, gossipiest bitch at school instead of Flayden have Dr. Flayden. So, um, but I think that's a really good, uh, note and we'll definitely take that down. I'll send it over to Jean and I'll probably forget, frankly. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, well, you know, I, I, we have a tagline that we say at the end of every episode. Um, Normally, it would go, uh, I would say the tagline, and then there's a pause, and then I say thanks for listening. 
Um, lately, though, it has been changed, and it is just, I don't say that for listening, it just ends with me saying, listen up, dorks, and, and then the episode ends. Um, we ask our guests to improve that tagline by adding to it, removing from it, uh, changing it in whatever way they feel uh, is best suited, um, and we will wrap the episode up with that. Uh, how would you change it? I mean, it's it's in a great shape already, but I don't like that we're saying listen up, dorks, and then giving the people nothing to listen to. So mm-hmm. I think what could really work is maybe a listen up, dorks, and then sort of your best fake fart noise, like mouth in hand. Uh, wonderful. Yep, we can definitely end the episode with that and will. Um, well, McKenna, it's been really great talking to you, and uh, I'm sure that the audience has enjoyed listening to you. Where can the audience hear more from you? Um, Well, thank you so much for having me. Truly, this has been the honor of my life. Um, If you want to find me, you can find me at McKenna from Ohio on TikTok. Sometimes I post about my business, yuck, but sometimes I post comedy clips. Or uh, at McKenna P. Moore on Instagram. Or at the Tiny Cupboard every Sunday at 10 p.m. Wonderful, and we'll be sure to share those things on our social media as well. Uh, Well, McKenna, it's been so great talking to you, and I've had such a wonderful time, and uh, I hope you, dear listeners, have had a wonderful time as well on this episode of Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Josiah Knight for helping with the prank in today's episode. Get in contact with questions or topics you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyone's better than me at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, listen up, dorks. Mm-hmm.